So can having a clean garage really improve your health and safety performance? Welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. Hi there, it's Colin here. And the weather been lovely recently. Really, really um, been bright and sunny where I've been. I suppose it's that time of year, isn't it? It's that time of year when you, you sort of get a little bit of a buzz, a little bit of urge to sort stuff out, have a good tidy up, empty the garage, chuck out the old clothes that don't quite fit like they used to. It actually can be very therapeutic, I've been told. Um, but have you thought about doing the same for your business? You know, sometimes your business gets cluttered. And I, attach, I really want to give you a few simple ideas that can help you sort it out. These approaches can be applied to all of your business, but I'm focusing on health and safety. So let's look at your overheads, you know, what you're paying out. Um, when did you last get a quote from another insurer? Did they give you a discount for good health and safety performance? If not, why not? You know, don't be frightened of going to other, other insurers, you know, because what you're starting to do is you just put in basically a sense check on your business against the, the general market. You know, just get out there and have a look. How much are you paying for your retained health and safety support? You know, you may have your own health and safety professional in your business. And if that's, if that's the case, then that's, a, you know, that's an overhead that you've got in your business. But if you're not, if you're going out externally for it, then is, it giving, is that person giving you or that company giving you good value? When did they last call you? When did they last interact with you? When did they last tell you about a change in a piece of health and safety legislation or give you advice on good practice? You know, and if it's been more than three or four months, I'd be questioning, you know, are they really, really interested in, in my business? Also, how often are you getting your fire extinguishers and portable appliances tested? I hear so many people telling me, managers telling me, they're having their kettle pat tested every six months. God, why are you having that done? What a waste of time. What a waste of money. You know, for me, you want to be sitting down with your electrical contractor and saying, right, let's get a really, really sensible process here. If something's inside an office... I would think you can get it past tested probably every two or three years, you know. But if it's a, uh, you know, say an electric drill in a workshop, and uh, and maybe you do a bit of work outside, you might want to get it done every month or every three months or every six months. You know, there's no definitive answer, but what there is is there's there's the one the answer that's sensible, you know. So just again, let's just challenge it a little bit. Let's have a look at your health and safety policy and procedures as well. You know, how long are they? Are they relevant? I visited a company in uh, in Stanford who, who make windows, okay? They have been supported by one of the big health and safety providers that had been recommended by their uh, by their bank, I think, or it might have been their insurance company, one of the, but I think it was their bank. Anyway, this company turned up, they put this thick management system on their desk, placed an invoice next to it and disappeared. Um, and this, t- this company hadn't heard from them for, you know, for well over six months. You know, I came in, I had to look through what they'd been given, and there was some good documents in there. You know, there was some good stuff in there. But there was also a lot of stuff that wasn't relevant and not needed. I mean, they made windows, but they had a risk assessment for working as a funeral director next to a grave. Jesus, you know, I mean, what is that all about? It just really, I suppose, it tells me two things. One, they didn't have any ownership of the document, as they had never, they'd never had it explained to them. But they'd never picked up on the fact that they had this procedure on working next to a grave. You know, if they'd looked through the document themselves, they would have seen that it wasn't relevant and maybe they would have challenged it a little bit. But it's also told me something about the provider. You know, the provider was lazy and they cut and pasted a folder together and they had a little bearing on their business. You know, they'd not sat down with the company and done a risk profile. You know, one of the things that we do with all of our clients is a risk profile. We sit down and we talk to them and we find out what is it, 
what are the hazards, what are the risks that they're likely to face in their business, and uh, and then make sure that the procedures and the processes reflect it. You know, so if if you're if you're not doing things like that, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to do a bit a bit later on about risk profile and uh, you know the next few weeks about how important that could be. But most importantly, I think what you want to do is you want to look at your people. You know, in difficult times, we need to ensure that we sweat our assets, you know, and this includes our people. You know, to do that, it may mean you need to invest in them. What are their competencies? When were they last given any health and safety training? When were they last challenged to improve their and your place of work? And when I say health and safety training, I don't necessarily mean some expensive course somewhere, but, you know, just things like toolbox talks. When did somebody in a business sit down and talk to the people in the business about health and safety? So, you know, just do that a little bit. Simple, it's straightforward, you know. What about your housekeeping, you know? Chuck out the items that you no longer need. Tidy up the canteen, clean the fridge. You know, when I go and do an audit on a site, I'll go and have a look in the canteen. I'll go and have a look in the fridge in the canteen. And that is a really, really good indication to me of how people feel about their place of work. And if it's filthy and it's dirty, it shows to me that they aren't really that proud of it. They don't really care. You know, you wouldn't let your fridge get as dirty at home as some people do at work. And I just say, why? You know, so again, go into your workplace, go and have a look, go and see what your, what your fridge is like. And, uh, and if it's filthy, then push back a little bit and say to people, come on, this, ain't what, this isn't how we work. You know, it's about you setting the standards. Hey, look, you know, if you need any help challenging your workforce, insurance, anything like that, then, you know, give us a, give us a call. All our details are available uh, on the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety Community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business.